0: This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and
1: home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Crismeyer. It's stunning, but absolutely true. It's a stunning plan devised by Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, to hand... Those who are destined to turn the world into a one-world order, globalists, control of the world using the COVID pandemic. Now, you probably have heard about this. In fact, you've heard about it right here on Viewpoint. But we're going to reemphasize it here today and then open up a whole series of shocking revelations concerning what is really happening with regard to the COVID vaccines, not really vaccines, and the consequences that are flowing from it, and how a reversal is actually taking place. A response all over the world. For decades, there's been a small cadre of individuals who has bonded together, meeting at confans like the World Economic Forum, under phony themes like, climate change, where they discuss the latest schemes to cede more power to themselves at the expense of the so-called unwashed masses. And the founder of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, is at the center of this latest plot for a globalist takeover. And he is using, in fact, advocating, urging the COVID-19 pandemic as the vehicle, according to a report exposing the scheme. According to a Rare Foundation USA report, the plan is to create COVID dictators who base their theft of civil liberties on the need to protect us from a virus that has a far less deadly effect than past pandemics like the Spanish flu, which broke out at the end of World War I. The report notes that the scheme centers around the World Economic Forum, which Schwab created in Switzerland in 1971 at the age of 32. So he's been about this for a very long time. Now, the World Economic Forum, as you may know, is best known to the public for the annual conferences that it holds in Davos, Switzerland, each January. That aim to bring together political and business leaders from around the world to discuss the problems of the day. Today, it is one of the most important networks in the world for the globalist power elite being funded by approximately 1,000 multinational corporations, perhaps the lead of which is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Though the World Economic Forum initially only attracted economists, it's grown in recent years, spreading to the super elite within the fields of business, entertainment, and the media. In 1992, Schwab established a parallel institution called the Global Leaders for Tomorrow School, which was reestablished as Young Global Leaders in 2004. Attendees at the school are required to apply for admission and are then subjected to a rigorous selection process, going on to name early and recent graduates, like German Chancellor Angela Merkel, French President Emmanuel Macron, as well as more recent grads such as California Governor Gavin Newsom and the Biden Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Other grads include billionaires Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. Now, given the growing discontent with the anti-COVID measures put into practice by the school's graduates, who are now national leaders... The report indicates it's possible that these people were selected due to their willingness to do whatever they are told and that they are being set up to fail so that the subsequent backlash can be exploited to justify the creation of a new global form of government. Indeed, politicians with unique personalities and strong original views have become rare, and that the distinguishing character of the national leaders of the past 30 years has been their meekness Like Joe Biden, an inheritance to a strict globalist line dedicated uh, by uh, the globalists. That would explain, will help explain anyway, why all the leftists who have gone to the Young Global Leader School never deviate from public solutions to the same problems and issues. They've been hand-selected through a process that identifies them as yes-men and women for the globalist cause, which brings us back. To our conversation today about the COVID pandemic and why all these people chose the same measures to slow the spread, none of which worked, but all of which gave them additional power. How is it that more than 190 governments from all over the world ended up dealing with the COVID pandemic in almost exactly the same manner, with lockdowns, mass mandates, and vaccination cards now being commonplace everywhere? Now we know. It's all part of a long march to authoritarian globalism, and this is the latest vehicle. Welcome to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation as always with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. And today you're going to find, as we go through a wide range of articles, information from all over the world, that what you think you know about COVID just ain't true. That's true. It's true that what you think you know about COVID, as reported by various news media, including Fox News, just isn't true. For instance, just to give you a little hint of what's to come, New York State's acting health commissioner, Dr. Mary Bassett admitted at a news conference with the Democratic governor, Hochul, that she misled parents about the magnitude of hospitalizations for COVID-19 among children. Why did she do that? Well, she actually admitted. She raised fears of a concerning trend to motivate them to get their children vaccinated. In other words, she lied to the parents and the politicians on behalf of the parents so it would compel them through fear to get the so-called vaccinations when she admitted that the infection rate among the children was low. You see... The motivation is coming out. The motivation of these so-called politicians and medical personnel that purport to be caring for your health is not about your health at all. There are many, however, I might admit, doctors, nurses, and so on, who have bought, who have already drunk the Kool-Aid, so to speak, They have bought into the propaganda coming from Dr. Fauci and from the CDC and regurgitate it to their patients as if it's gospel, when in fact it is not. For instance, this, according to a statement by the Centers for Disease Control, face masks don't protect the wearer. But the CDC still wants everyone in the country to keep wearing them. The CDC said in its statement, at no time has the CDC guidance suggested that masks were intended to protect the wearers. Is that what you believed? Is that what you thought was being promoted? No. We'll be back. This is Viewpoint. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Today we unveil a uh, rising group of uh, information, revelations, that help us to understand more accurately what is taking place and why it has been taking place with regard to the response to the so-called COVID pandemic. Indeed, there was sickness. Indeed, there has been sickness. The Omicron uh, variety is indeed a genuine response, a variety of the original COVID virus. However, what we're now understanding is that the so-called vaccines and the continued backup with more and more so-called additional vaccines is actually creating a more serious problem. Former White House trade advisor Peter Navarro has blown the whistle on this, on Dr. Anthony Fauci and uh, President Joe Biden's foolhardy universally vaccination uh, mandates, warning of vaccine-resistant mutations of the COVID-19 and the economic destruction that's flowing from it. Today, we're not here to talk about the economic dis- destruction, because that is obvious. We see it everywhere. You feel it. You feel it in your pocketbooks. You feel it at the uh, store. You feel it with the uh, growing inflation. You feel it everywhere. Dr. Navarro says that everything that Joe Biden and his administration and Fauci are doing is wrong. It's against Science and the data, against science and the data. So when Fauci says, follow the science, as if he is the incarnation of science, he actually is fooling you. One might actually call it a Faustian bargain. A Faustian bargain. You might want to just look up on the Internet, Google Faustian. Not Fauci, Faustian and Faustian, a Faustian bargain. You'll find that that's exactly what Dr. Fauci, Fauci has been doing. He has been lining his pocket and selling the American people down the uh, river, so to speak, to, re- to gain power and control, increasing power and control, to advance the cause of a new world order. It's a Faustian bargain that he's playing. Look it up. Dr. Navarro went on to say that he co-wrote papers in July, along with Dr. Robert Malone, who actually invented the RNA technology for this vaccine. Why did they write this paper? because of the danger of universal vaccine policies potentially creating vaccine resistant mutations of covid-19 that would threaten the vaccinated who might not have needed the immune uh, needed the vaccine because of immune resistance anyway and now he we said we're seeing exactly what we warned about mutations ever increasing mutations Mandating vaccines for everyone, he said, including those who are not at risk for serious COVID-19 complications, raises the risk for dangerous mutations, which can lead to a super bug. Navarro concluded, saying, we're headed right into a train wreck. And it's not really even a vaccine. It's an experimental technology that provokes a limited immune response, which is why you keep needing boosters because the more you use the so-called shot, it's leaky, it's non-durable, and it's dangerous. You create the possibility of more and more dangerous mutations. Now, that's on the general level. How about the specific level? How about ever-increasing problems with your own Health. Oh, yes. We'll talk more about that as we move on here into the program today. But suffice it to say, from the World Tribune, Dr. Malone calls for accountability after what he calls the most massive, globally coordinated propaganda campaign in the history of the human race. Now, remember, Dr. Malone, is actually the one who supposedly, shall we say, invented the mRNA approach that is being used in these vaccines. He knows all about it because he's the one that understood it from the beginning. And he has been warning and warning and warning the entire world about not getting these vaccines. He says they're very, very dangerous, totally experimental. It's gene therapy. They're not really vaccines. They do not prevent you from getting the virus, nor do they uh, prevent you from spreading the virus. They'd accomplish neither one of those things that never were intended to. What were they intended to do? only to diminish the symptoms if and when you caught the virus. The problem with that is that it only prevents you from, shall we say, at the time when you're hit by the virus, to have your symptoms diminished. But it doesn't deal with, the future ramifications of what happens when you got that shot. And we're going to talk about what happens when you get the shot. Oh, my friend, you really, really owe it to yourself to stay tuned. You owe it to yourself to stay tuned. A Canadian doctor who has given the COVID vaccine to more than 900 patients, has reported that 62% of those patients are positive for blood clots. I want you to think about this. Dr. Fauci is not telling you this. The news media tells you that this stuff is rare. Does 62% of 900 people getting the so-called shot sound rare to you? No. That's not rare. That's something to be expected then, 62%. That's more than a preponderance of the evidence. Dr. Charles Hoff, who has been practicing medicine for 28 years in British Columbia, said he has given about 900 doses of the Moderna experimental MRN vaccine, and the core problem he has seen are microscopic clots in his patient's tiniest capillaries. Now, I want you to think about this. We're not talking about clots in your veins and your arteries, We're talking about clots, microscopic clots, in your tiniest capillaries. Now, what's the difference? Well, first of all, they can't be detected by normal, the things that doctors normally use to detect. Hoff said the blood clots are occurring at a capillary level. He said this has never happened before. This is an absolutely new phenomenon, he said. The microclots, the doctor said, are too small to show up on CT scans or MRIs and other conventional tests such as angiograms. That's why, friends, so many people are not being identified with these clots. Only when they have a stroke or die of a heart attack. Doctor's Hoff goes on to describe how and why this happens. The spike proteins in the vaccine become part of the cell wall of your vascular endothelium. This, he said, means that these cells which line your blood vessels, which are supposed to be smooth so that your blood flows smoothly, now have these little spiky bits sticking out. When the platelet comes through the capillary, it suddenly hits all these little COVID spikes. And it becomes absolutely inevitable that blood clots will form to block that vessel. He said, the clots I'm talking about are microscopic. They're too small to find on any scan. They can only be detected using the D-dimer test. And the most alarming part of this is that there are some parts of the body, like the brain, the spinal cord, the heart and lungs, which cannot regenerate. And when those tissues are damaged by these blood clots, they are permanently damaged. Are you beginning to see why and how, friend, you can get the jab? You might actually reduce the symptoms of COVID at the moment. But what has happened is a course has been set within your body that is developing to produce a clotting situation that will eventually slow the passage of your blood through the smallest passageways, the capillaries in your body, even to your brain, to your heart, and to your lungs, resulting in severe disability or death. Dr. Hoff went on to say, blood vessels in the lungs are now blocked up. In turn, this causes the heart to need to work harder to try to keep up against a much greater resistance, trying to get the blood through your lungs. This is called pulmonary artery hypertension, he said. High blood pressure in the lungs because the blood simply can't get through effectively. People with this condition, usually, he said, die of heart failure within a few short years. Dr. Peter McCullough commented on this situation. He said, this is a very different type of blood clotting than we would see with major blood clots in the arteries and veins. For instance, blood clots involved in stroke and heart attack. Those blood clots involve the major blood vessels in the legs. This is a much different situation. Dr. McCullough has openly stated that none of the COVID shots are safe for most people at little risk for the virus. Why? Because they inevitably produce, through the spike proteins, this gradual clotting of your arteries. Let me give you another illustration. It's very much like a, uh, a spiritual illustration that we get back in the Old Testament with a couple of fellows by the name of Jacob and Esau. You'll remember them. Jacob uh, tilled the soil, and his brother Esau was a hunter. And so their father, Isaac, was uh, about to die, and Isaac wanted... Uh, Esau to go out and uh, hunt down some venison and fix it the way he liked it so that he could give him a blessing. Well, the boy's mother heard the request of her husband. She did not believe that Esau was the one to receive that blessing, even though he was the firstborn. So she secretly told Jacob to go and prepare, or she was going to help prepare, the venison that his father liked. Jacob said, well, you know, um, my father realizes that my brother is a man of the field, and he's going to smell my clothes, he's going to feel my hands, and he's a hairy dude, but, but I'm not. So his mother says, okay, I'll, I'm going to fix that for you. I'm going to put some skins on your hands and on your neck. So when your father tests you out, he's going to feel that hair on your hands and your neck, and he uh, will believe that you are the firstborn. So that's exactly what happened. But why did it happen? It was the fulfillment of something that had happened long before, maybe many years before. You'll recall it. When Esau was coming in from the field and his brother Jacob was cooking some red stew. We don't know exactly what was in it, but it was some red stew, uh, a pot of porridge, whatever you want to call it. And Esau asked his brother, Jacob, for some of his stew. So Jacob responded, saying, I'll tell you what, Esau, I'll give you some of my stew if you will trade your birthright if you will sell me or trade your birthright, I'll give you the stew. Friends, that's exactly what people are doing when they get the vaccine. They're trading their birthright, their life for a temporary promise of a lesser response to COVID. This is serious business. Very serious business. Even spiritual. We'll be back. Faucian deception is Faustian, Faustian deception. Faucian deception is Faustian deception. We talked about the matter of a Faustian bargain, where somebody will trade off that which is of value and will be willing to give up things of value like their reputation. Reputation. in order to get something else that they want. It's called a Faustian bargain. Have you heard of it? Faust was a protagonist of a classic German legend based on the historical Johann George Faust back in the late 14, early 1500s. Faust was highly successful, but he was dissatisfied with his life, which led him to make a pact with the devil at a crossroads. It's changing his soul for an unlimited... It has been called a Faustian bargain. Some have... It's a dangerous thing to enter into a Faustian bargain. A Faustian bargain is a pact where a person trades something of supreme moral or spiritual importance, such as personal values or the soul, for some worldly or material benefit, such as knowledge, power, or riches. And it's called a Faustian bargain. That's exactly what Dr. uh, Fauci has done. He has traded his reputation as a doctor in the highest-paying position in the government in order to get the worldly benefit of power and and uh, temporary reputation. In fact, in, a, in effect, he sold his soul for a mess of pot. It's just like Esau did. And that's exactly what's happening. And many people now that have been seduced by him and the CDC marching to his drumbeat are doing the same thing. They don't realize it, but that's what they're doing. Because they're unwilling to consider the seriousness of the situation, they actually sell their own future they sell their own future for a mess of temporary potage called a vaccine that they're told is going to keep them maybe from getting the more serious effects of the virus on the short term but on the long term it's exceedingly dangerous exceedingly dangerous Because the likelihood of blood clots that will threaten their lives grows every single day. Until, as one of the doctors has said that we just noted, several years later, they die. Because their blood no longer flows as it's supposed to. Cut off by the spike protein that has gathered in their capillaries, and now prevents the flow of blood. I want you to think about it this way. Many of you have owned a home, and perhaps in the earlier days when we had galvanized pipes. You remember galvanized pipes, right? They were great. Well, they were as great as we had. The problem with the galvanized pipes is that over time they began to erode and corrode. The galvanization no longer holds true and gradually they begin to rust and they begin to build up the smoothness of their interior. Gradually over time begins to get a buildup that eventually, over years, causes a complete clog. Have you ever had the situation where you had to completely re-pipe your house or a whole section of your house? We did. We did in California. We had to completely re-pipe because the galvanized pipes had become so corroded that they were completely cutting off the flow of water. That's exactly what's happening with your veins when you get the the vaccine. Any of them, they're all based on spike proteins. And they're designed to attack on the short term the greater effects of the virus. So what you are, in effect, doing is trading off short-term deliverance from something in which you actually didn't have that great a risk in the first place unless you had severe comorbidities. You didn't have that great a risk in the first place, but you were willing through fear and threats to comply to take a series of shots, and you're continuing to take them, that are gradually building up in your capillaries a resistance that one day will cause your demise with great probability. Now, the purpose in saying this is not to strike fear or terror into your heart, but help us to see things the way they really are. We've been warning about this now for a year and a half, two years. And people don't listen. Because they're driven by fear. Intentionally. We've already shown that. They're in New York. The doctor admitted that they terrified, tyrannized the parents in order to try to get them to give their children the jab, even though she admitted that there was a very low problem with the kids. There's something else going on here, isn't there? That's why we launched with the focus on the globalist agenda. As Dr. Malone said he's calling for accountability after the most massive globally coordinated propaganda campaign in the history of the human race. But why has it been done? It's been done because of the coordination for a globalist vision to take every nation, including the United States of America, to bring them all down to a level of control by government everywhere, and then ultimate by international government, so that they can be merged into a one world order. Now that having been stated, those are the overarching issues and problems. Now we begin to look at some of the details. For instance, from the World Tribune, pilots are going to work with crushing chest pains, says another pilot who was injured by the vaccine. Crushing chest pains. Do you recall back uh, about a year ago, maybe not quite a year ago, where in the UK, four pilots died in, The next day after getting the jabs, four pilots. Oh, let me tell you, the airlines didn't want to hear about that. They tried to quash that report. But it is true. Four pilots. Now, this report that came out two days ago, many vaccinated pilots are a flight risk. And some are going to work with crushing pains in their chest and heads," said a pilot who was injured after receiving the COVID vaccine. There's a number of pilots out there, he said, who are fearful to come forward and speak. They are fearful of retribution. This is coming from an American pilot now. He said there are guys that are going to work with crushing pains in their chests and their heads. They're scared that they're going to lose their careers. He said he got the COVID vaccine against his better judgment due to an employer mandate. You see, he succumbed even though it was against his better judgment. He still succumbed. How about you? Shortly after getting the shot, The pilot said he went to the emergency room after he felt like his heart was pounding out of his chest. I went to the ER, he said, and quickly they determined that I was in atrial fibrillation. It's the major cause of stroke, he said, and I could have stroked out at 100 feet in the air while trying to land an airplane. And the person next to me could have done nothing. It would have been all over for a lot of people. Well, this pilot's revelation comes after the U.S. Army whistleblower Teresa Long testified last year that she had to ground three pilots in one morning alone due to vaccine injuries. Guess what? The Army silenced her because she reported the pilot vaccine injuries. They didn't want anybody else to hear about it. The Army did not want their pilots to hear about it. In other words, there is a kind of conspiracy, my friend, going on. Whether you want to call it a conspiracy, I don't care what term you want to use. A coordinated effort? A situation where all of these employers and uh, the government and so on are all acting on exactly the same orders from somewhere? Maybe that's the reason why just this week a lawsuit has been filed in the 5th District U.S. Court of Appeals in New Orleans by United Airlines employees who have been fired or punished for non compliance over the vaccine mandate. We'll be back. Have
0: you ever considered what the early church was like?
1: Maybe you should be glad that 2,500 flights were grounded over the past few days when you find out that federal regulators in the United States are now allowing pilots to fly shortly after they accept the experimental COVID shops in spite of the fact that all sorts of potential complications are being found. In other words... Money now is going to drive the issue, not health, not your health, not the health of the pilots, not the survival health of those who ride the air, ride in the airplanes, or the stewardesses. No. This is all about money and power. The Epic Times reports that standard FAA rules ban pilots from flying if they take products approved less than 12 months before. However, faced with the COVID pandemic and its various experimental shots, the agency FAA Federal Admini- uh, Air Administration is allowing pilots to fly as early as 48 hours after. Injections in their bodies, which were never approved by the FDA at all. How much confidence does this put in your heart and life? In Dr. Fauci, Joe Biden, his administration... Anybody in his administration, those who are screaming and hollering about how you have to take the vaccine and how you have to get a booster and the third booster and a fourth booster, and now we're told you're going to have to get a booster every year, and yet they will allow pilots who will be compelled now by their airlines or suffer loss of their careers to get the jab, even though numerous pilots now are attesting to the fact that they are suffering from those jabs, and who knows how many of them have died. Four in one day in the U.K. alone. Does this sound like people have an interest in justice, in truth? No. This is about a much, much bigger agenda, friends. And you and pilots and uh, those who are assisting and the, the people, the stewardesses and so on who are assisting in the air, they're all prepared to be sacrificed on the altar of big bucks for multinational corporations that are assisting in the drive to a new world order. That's what it amounts to. It is a horrific Faustian bargain, friend, that our entire government is participating in. And the governments of the world Now, before I lose the impetus to remind you, this is how the Antichrist ultimately will take power. The situation is developing and being created purposely in our world so that the majority of humankind, through fear, will be intimidated to comport to a new and increasing government order to do exactly what they're told to do, no matter whether it affects them negatively or not, because their life doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the goal of a new global government. This is the resurrecting tower of Babel. This is the promise of that beast government that the book of Revelation talks about in Revelation chapter 13, out of which comes a false prophet who assists and gains the recognition and trust of the world in order to inaugurate and put its blessing upon a counterfeit Christ figure called the Antichrist. And through their collective efforts will compel every man, woman, and child to take a shot, or whatever it's called at that time. Whether it's the nano dot uh, device that's impressed upon them, that, Dr., that Bill uh, Gates has put a patent on back in March. I believe it was March 20th of 2020. But it's coming, and it's coming very quickly. And the problem is that professing Christians that we're addressing here on this program are pretending as if it's not going to happen. They're not preparing at all. They're succumbing like Kids following the Pied Piper right over the cliff. They're engaging in their own way in a Faustian bargain. Willing to give up ultimately eternal destiny for temporary survival. And they're preparing their kids to do the same. They're not serious. They're playing pretend. They have a pretend Christianity. They don't believe what Jesus has said. They don't believe what Daniel the prophet said. They don't believe what the book of Revelation says. They don't believe what the apostle Paul said about the great deception. They say, no, it won't happen to me. No, it can't happen in America. Friends, it is happening in America right now. Now, if you don't have the book Antichrist, I urge you to get a copy of it. I really do. I don't make any money on these books. Really. It's true. These are messages that are written. They're not books to be sold. They're messages to prepare the way of the Lord for history's final hour in your life and those you love. Maybe even among some you don't love because we're supposed to forgive and love others as we love ourselves. But it's got to start at home. Antichrist. How to identify the coming imposter? $22 on our website, saveus.org. $22 on our website, saveus.org. Or you can give us a call at one 800 Save USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. Again, Antichrist. How to identify the coming imposter. What is being proposed is an imposter salvation. That's what these so-called vaccines are. They're not even a vaccine. The CDC lied to the American people and had to come out and admit it. Understanding that, in effect, these are not vaccines. They're shots, but they're not vaccines. Because they do not do what a vaccine is supposed to do. A vaccine is supposed to inoculate you or uh, immunize you against getting the virus totally and prevent you from spreading it. Doesn't do that. Next, the mass come to find out. Both Dr. Fauci and the CDC now have admitted that the mass really don't do anything of substance. In fact, the CDC came out and said, We never said that the mass. Prevent the person wearing the mask from getting the virus? We never said that. Is that what you thought? Is that what you believed? No. You're being told it's a propaganda machine. Just listen to CNN, MSNBC, and virtually all other news medias, and your own doctor. They're all echoing the same Propaganda because they are not informed, or they are so afraid of losing their power, perks, and position, their jobs, that they're going to echo the propaganda no matter what. You will not hear that here on this program because I don't have one dime to lose. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't have a horse in this race. I only care about you and the truth. I make no money after 26 and a half years on the air confronting the deepest issues of America's heart and home without excuse, without uh, any kind of accommodation with soft words and mincing of words. No. You don't do that and receive no remuneration. God has made it possible for me to do that so that I do not am not susceptible to being tyrannized by the need for any man's money. No wonder the scripture says the love of money is the root of all evil. It is. It's keeping pastors. It's keeping uh, doctors. It's keeping people who should be telling us the whole truth and will not. I said will not because they're afraid of losing their pensions, losing their retirements, losing their congregations, and then how am I going to pay for my building program? I feel very badly for them. That's what happened when we succumbed to the church growth movement back in the 1970s. Now, let's move forward here to the rest of the story. This is now picking up uh, steam in many places of the world Thousands of people gathered in Amsterdam this last weekend to protect, protest against the COVID lockdown measures, defying the government's ban on public gatherings of more than two people. It's also happening in New Zealand. It's happening in Australia where freedom is almost, has almost disappeared. The CDC now, according to the World Tribune, has come out, said 70% of COVID-infected patients reported always wearing a mask. 70% of COVID-infected patients reported always wearing a mask. Dr. Fauci now has admitted that COVID hospitalizations for children, numbers are inflated. Here's what he said. If you look at the children that are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID, not because of COVID. There's a radical difference, friends. In other words, COVID didn't take them to the hospital. They went to the hospital because they had a broken leg, or they had... Uh, uh, something else going on. And then it was discovered they had COVID in addition. Let's be honest about things, can we? A Columbia University study now has come out says the true U.S. COVID vaccine death is about 400,000, not the 20,000 that the VARES report cites. 400,000 not from the virus but from the vaccines. Are you listening yet? You might want to tell your friends, Romans and countrymen about this program. You might want to email them. You might want to uh, uh, call them, let them know. And by the way, fully vaccinated people carry 251 times the Delta variant viral load as the initial strain. That's what the vaccines did to you. Thanks for joining us.